Okay. A few interesting things still from last night. We'll finish up at Mr. Shaman Yanni Rafua today and segue into the next sugya. So, the Chiddush, for those of you who weren't here, who didn't do Chazar yet. So, Ramesha spoke about vitamins, and the Magad of Ram seems to say that even though a person is a bari, he's not a chayla, he's taking something in pill form, and it's not a food. The Magad of Ram sounds like he's saying it's Asr, and Ramesha asks, how can it be? He's a bari, he's not a chayla, there's no gzeirah. The chakir obviously is, is the gzeirah on the chafsa, the pill. Or on the Gavra, if you have to put it that way, Ramesha says, feels Dover Pashit. If the guy is not a Chayla, how can you have a Gezeira? And the Svar behind that is one of his Raya's, first Raya, best Raya, is that if a guy doesn't have a Sazvel Chayla, he has a wound that's healed, and he's just doing it, putting the bandit on to protect, he's not Bohol, he's not for tumult, and there's no Gezeira because he's a Bari, so we're not worried, not worried people can be Mechal Shabbos, Tam. It's only if they're in a rush and they're worried about their health, uh, they're going to be Mechal Shabbos. Like, the ball on That's why we have Chumras not to put out the fires, which don't apply today. We discussed once. Uh, we're not sure when it applied, but because it's always going to be dangerous. But technically, it shouldn't um, be so... We shouldn't be so machmer in him, which is worried that if we allow something, he's so ball on he's going to do more. See here, we're worried about the... Which is Teichen and uh, possibly the Mamarech as Yishmir Ganon. And clearly, if, he, if he's a Bari, it's not a problem. So Amisha says if he's a Bari and he's taking vitamins, so it depends why he's taking them. If he's really a Bari and doesn't need the vitamins, just wants to stay healthy, then Amisha feels his mutter. Others argue and they say the Mangan of Ram seems to say it's us across the board. He sang a shot in the Mangan of Ram. And Ramesha agrees that part of the low plug would be that if he is not such a, he's basically healthy, he's not sick, but he's weak, he's shvach. We had the Chakira somewhere in between where Betsim is not shvach, but his lifestyle is, he's using the vitamins to fill in. Well, might see shvach, so it sounds like Ramesha would be machmer on that. And he says, over there, the Mogad of Ram would say, even though Betsim is a bari, that we would include in the low plug. So the Rai you had, oh, by the way, you had asked, Last night, is the Ritia talking about with Mishcha or not? It's pretty beferish. You look at the sit before, which you don't have in front of you. I'll just read it. The sit we had last night was Maka, was Chav Zayin, and Shin Chav Ches. Maka, Shin Nisrapa, Nisan Lav Ritiyash, and Shamra. If it's Nisrapa already, you just want something to protect it. It still has something, but it's basically healed. It's completely healed. It wouldn't put anything on. You could protect it, and therefore that's not Rafua. So you can... Possibly say, well, the Chiddush is an on band-aids. Maybe that's part of the low plug. That's not the pshat because earlier on the Mechaber talks about something that's just a band-aid type protection in Sif Chof Dalid. Nice Allah Gabi Maka Pshabis. You can put a leaf on top of a scratch on top of a Maka. Shen Allah Kimishamra, and that's not with a Mishra. How do I know? Because it says Chutz Me Ale Gefanim that had some. Properties that would lead it to be considered a lead us to consider it a medicine, shuluafua, and he talks about a gemi is also marape, a gemi, some type of rubber, whatever it was, but there were leaves that were just band-aids, which are band-aids, there are band-aids with things in it that would be a problem. But straight plastic and cotton, whatever it is, Lochaira would not be. We said yesterday anyway. If there's a chash of infection, then uh, which we'll get back to in a moment, 
it would be mutter anyway if there's a real chash. But if it's not a scratch, there's no chash, but there's no isra if you're not putting on a mishra. If you're putting on a mishra, then uh, we're concerned is the mishra, the ointment, or the bastration, whatever it is, is considered uh, a refuah. So it's clear that retia, stam in the Gemara is clear from the sugi, retia means with a mishra. So the chidish over here is even though it has a mishra, and you would think there should be exeri, you might smooth it in as you're putting it on, kamash malan, you're a bari, and if you're a bari, we're not worried, you're going to be bull, and we're not worried from people going to be machal Shabbos. That's the Yisrael to be. We only have Gezeras and we'll worry something's going to go wrong because somebody is for tumult. So, and there is no Yisrael of Refuah. Refuah because it's... Right, I, right, right. It's there was a Havamina, a Havamina that you're doing this because the healthy people don't put Band-Aids in the thing. But, but it's not because even though it's not a Band-Aid for sure and even with a Mishcha, there's a Mishcha on there but he's a Bari. Uh, yeah, that's one of the in the footnote over here. He asked the coins of the Magad Avram shouldn't work because he's using Rafua. So he brings the answer like Ramosha and those Peskim, but nobody agrees. The other half of the camp is that it's also, and then they have to deal with this. But yes, it's one of the riots to Ramosha. But Ramosha's bets and bring that right. He says the whole din is that you're putting it on and is assuming a Riti is with a Mishcha. So that's, that's how Mishcha Shita and vitamins. And again, it's. What's left unclear is even on Moshe's Maida, you can't take vitamins if you're using it to boost your immune system if your doctor says your immune system is down and you're severely lacking vitamin D. And if you're fixing an inherent chulsha, even on Moshe's Maida, even though he holds you still bats my bury, but he admits the part of the low plug would be the disaster. That's a very hard thing. And then the cases in between where you could have been healthy, but this month you had a bad diet and you're not sleeping. It's not, and their place can be the whole thing. So, before you make a, ask a shayla, because you have to make sure at least it fits into Ramesha. Uh, I was told by one of our doctors over here that many Orthodox Jews are consistently deficient. It's not a big mom, don't worry about it. You can still do a shidduch. Uh, and in vitamin D, especially if you're learning a lot, because you're inside and you don't have an exposure to the sun. So, they're always uh, suggesting that you take more vitamin D. And is that a person's chayla? So if you're deficient enough from vitamin D, it can be a problem. But uh, if you go for a regular checkup and they give you a printout and they say uh, you're missing vitamin D, which is not a chiddush, I think Ramosha might still label that as a regular bury and hold in the Magad Ramat's mother. Because it's not nicked to anybody else. You, know, you feel a little shvach, they blame it on the vitamin D. That's all true, but... The question is, how many things, everybody's deficient in something, how many things have to be deficient in that now it's fixing a problem and Ramesh would admit it's usher. So I'm just, that's why I'm going over this. It's not, you have to look at what you're addressing, what your doctor's trying to address, and what you think you're supposed to be addressing and figure out where this fits within Ramesh's heter. That's number one. Number two, uh, Yaakov um, asks on the way home, He's uh, always learning. He's chazing on the way home. Usually your shayla's come in the car. Uh, so I see that. When I get home from my already, there's a uh, shayla there. Baruch Hashem. So uh, I made mention of the historical fact we got into last night about Sakana Zaver, where everybody's masking that technically, in theory, Sakana Zaver, you can't do their races. You can do a mirlakam. You can do other abonans. You can't say they have a lamaisa. We never heard that... If Rahman Sana comes up, people are usually calling Hatsalo and they're from people. And is there justification for that? And we said last night, yes, because the average layman doesn't know what's considered only Sakana Zaver, which is still a big thing, but 
that you can't do the races for versus something that get affected and then it could be blood loss and it could be who knows what then it could really get out of hand and you're not mechuyiv to take any chances and that's why most people are mechuyiv enough community would be if you have a doctor who's standing there and he says no apply pressure and I'm looking at it and don't worry about it and you're not going to get affected the next three hours so then then it's a shayla then it's a shayla v'amilakum you can still do, do abonans and for cosmetic purposes and for kavod abrius a geisha surgeon that's where all those shaylas uh, come up uh, so the follow up question was and I think you were asking it last night was you know that uh, we are not concerned about uh, well we're concerned about Sakana Zaver but you can't do as much of it only Sakana Zaver but generally we're concerned about Rafua and we'll always make it when it comes to any of these Shailas if it's a Suffolk but there's got to be a suffix, either a suffix because the guy doesn't know the din, should learn the din, but if he doesn't know and he's nobody to ask and there's no doctor around, then you go lakula. You had asked about a medicine that you're taking as a regiment, can you take it straight through Shabbos? So I mentioned if it's an antibiotic and you need to take it for three days, five days, ten days, whatever the regimen is, and it needs to be taken the same exact time, and for some reason you, you weren't thinking, you started at Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday at uh, 2 o'clock in the afternoon. So if the doctors would say the difference between missing it on Shabbos or taking it before Shabbos and after Shabbos will make a difference, then don't take a chance. Often they'll say, it doesn't make a difference if you miss the Gamre, and certainly if you take it three hours early, five hours early, and take it to Shabbos, it's not going to make a difference. Ramesha has a tshuva, I didn't copy it, but there are two lines I'd like to read. He talks about a meaning he's a michesh ba'alma, he's a person who wouldn't have a head to take whatever he's taking on Shabbos, but he's taking it for a regiment of uh, X amount of days, or every day, is there a hetter? Ramesha writes, he doesn't even understand what the, why there would be a tzad lahokal. He says, what's the tzad lamuvan tzad safik a heter? Because if it's only a milchash he hasn't had to take it on Shabbos. So why is he taking it on Shabbos? Because he's taking it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And every time he doesn't take it on Shabbos, he's got to start again. And it's very aggravating. So Moshe says, so it's aggravating. So what is he going to be left with? The milchash ba'amba. So how can it be mutter to take it on Shabbos because you're never going to get rid of the milchash ba'amba if at the end of the day you're going to be stuck with the milchash ba'amba? So I think many people are assuming, I think that's maybe what you were asking, is, well, I'm never going to Shabbos comes every seven days. So how am I going to, how am I going to get rid of this thing? It's, it's not a chayli, it's a mechus balma, a slight headache, but he can't get rid of it unless he takes this thing. So Ramesha says, so he can't get rid of it, but it can't be better than the heter on Shabbos. And on Shabbos, the only time it's also is when it's a mechus balma. It's not a chayli sheish basakana, certainly. It's not a chayli sheish basakana. It's not an awful mishkav. It's a regular, slight annoyance. So he says that the fact you're trying to get rid of it Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and every time Sunday comes, you got to start again because you missed it on Shabbos. So that means you're not getting rid of it. So Amish says, okay, and therefore? Is he allowed to make himself more sick so he can take it? So Amisha and the rest of the Truva, maybe I'll talk to a copy of him as I see by the uh, looks of his faces, is no gay to people. Amisha says, well, if he's going to have such sire that now he can never get rid of it because Shabbos always comes every seven days, and maybe that makes him enough for Lamishkov. Samesha says, well, if he has a nervous breakdown, he's a Lushan. Samesha says, if he gets so nervous, he can't get rid of this, the Imamish falls apart. But if he doesn't, it's just annoying. So you, basically the child is, you want to take something on Shabbos because you have a slight headache, which you almost got rid of taking this regimen Sunday through Friday, but then you stopped on Shabbos and it came back. So therefore, so you're back to having a slight headache. Everybody hears. Samesha says, therefore, 
So Amesha says, why would that be mutter? He, does, he writes the meaning of the truth. He doesn't understand what the tzad logal is. He sort of provides at the end. He says, unless you say, the guy gets so bent out of shape and so nervous, it's keeping on happening over and over again, he becomes a chayli, shanafal mishkov. I guess psychologically it could happen. We live in a weak generation. Ramesh in the future quotes this thing, Americans have nervin. <laughs> like we invented nervin. Apparently Ramesh saw, so I guess, you know, in Europe when you uh, had to worry every day about a pogrom, or something like that, you didn't get nervous about these things. It's, Ramesh makes reference to it, like he can't understand why people get uh, so uh, quickly... Uh, psychologically in a place where they're tiny, maybe they're not full of Mishka. See, he said, but he's very shtakaloshan. He says, um, if he's going to be a chayli mitzad zeh b'choshos ha'atzavim, nervousness, shakarin nervin, sheikhshash lamachala, shenikra, nervous breakdown. That's pretty far. That's a chayli masukin probably already. So he went from having a slight annoyance of whatever condition he had, because he can't fit. So there are other Paiskim who say, well, maybe that tsar would be enough because if you constantly have this every week, and it goes and goes and goes and goes, that becomes like a Nafalamishka. You know, Moshe doesn't seem to be agreeing that. He says, well, when is he a Nafalamishka? Because he realizes he's going to have it now, the Elvud. So again, ask a Shaila. There are Stadam Lahokov is a suffix. Moshe has many chuvas about the medicine on Shabbos, and sometimes he says, no, if it's a real suffix, it's a Durabonon. But you got ask a shayla, it's a gzera, and we take uh, all gzeras and all the rabbanon seriously. Just interesting how Lishitasa he observed that, yes, you're not going to solve the problem, and you're going to have to reset it on Sunday, and you're not going to solve the problem, and therefore, you're not going to solve the problem. But that doesn't give you a heter in lumdus. He said, what's the heter? Unless it's going to be too overwhelming. So, it's a fascinating, fascinating idea. So, getting back to Yaakov's question, um, which we got sidetracked. Yeah, you had a... Is, is, there, is there an answer... Um, to, to bring yourself to a higher degree of being a chola, so you can take the medication. Like you could say, I only have a light headache, but if I don't drink any water, I'm going to have a major migraine, and now I'll be able to take the medication. Is that is that mutter, or is that like? Oh, we have a general cloud. You can't fool God. No, uh, it's kind of harama. Damage your body more in order to be able to. Uh, there's an iser to try to do what's not normally mutter. So if you can't take it because it's usr, now you're being mitzar yourself. You see, you're tightening, you're not being mitzar yourself. Because I mean, mitzar yourself short term, so I could have her before. Interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, I, he's, I, he's not an apicarius, I understand. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, uh, interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah, I wouldn't get Malchus yet. That's an interesting... He knows it'll get worse, but he has to not eat and drink before it gets worse. Yeah, yeah, and if you do that on Sunday, it's not going to help your Shaila. Interesting. Is making yourself have a worse medical situation the same thing as like cutting yourself or breathing? Normally, but over here, your excuse would be, I'm only doing it because if I do this for three hours, then I'll have a head to get rid of the whole headache. So that, that's but, a similar answer to why you can do surgery, because it saves you from something worse. Yeah. But is, is it in that same category of literally like Chaval or something? Uh, your, your, your case clearly is that, that if I, he has a slight headache now and if he keeps drinking and acting normal he'll just have a slight headache. So he goes and he let me ask you a question. Can he bang his head against the wall? So, so I'm saying, is it the same thing? Uh, <laughs> that'll really make it into a migraine, right? Okay. I, I don't, okay, that's not Shev Altase. Uh, maybe, it depends. A little ibuprofen, then use the other stuff. I, it's not as bad. I, I'm just giving you Lasabras Eisen. Okay, let's hope it doesn't come up. Anyway, getting, getting to Yaakov Shailen. So, Yaakov wanted to know, 
with this Akana Zaver, I mentioned that in the time of Chazal, they didn't know about germs, and he was wondering, well, did they or did they not? It's clear many writers throughout Shas that they were light years ahead, thousands of years ahead of contemporary medicine, and they just figured it out later in science and medicine, the site of Eber. They just figured out, what was your example? And a couple thousand years later, they, get, they got it down to within a couple of seconds after with all of NASA's instruments and everything like that. Chazal had a Messiah. So, we have Gemara's, they did operations, which we can't figure out, so can They did operations without modern anesthetics and, and conditions we would consider uh, uh, with the proper hygiene to get rid of germs. And they didn't know that, and they did these operations. There's no way somebody could have lived in that condition. When they started doing operations in modern medicine in the 1800s, starting to figure all this out, most of the people died, but just got better at it as they went along. So, obviously, Chazal had these insights in many situations. It's also clear that Chazal had whatever they had, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu didn't give over from our Sinai the Messiah of everything that we know today because it wasn't necessary. We'd like to think that, well, if it's so good and we have um, rocket ships and we have uh, video cameras and we have um, recorders and we have... Uh, so, all that's computers, all that's for the benefit of civilization, so so much further ahead. So, why wouldn't Chazal in the Messiah from Sinai, have that insight. The answer is, who said we're ahead? With all that technology, we've managed to kill more people in the, in the last hundred years than ever before, and a thousand years before that, because of our wonderful technology. And we've managed to do all sorts of avlas that there are good parts of the technology, but it doesn't mean we're better off, and the Chavaz Chaim was famous for saying that Nebuch Loma we need a camera, and then we need Still pictures, moving pictures, sound pictures, movies, all that to remind us, Ayin Raya and Ayin Shamas, that's Dudu Loma Drega. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu had, all, obviously, all this Chachma and the Bria, he didn't divulge it. Zayar Kaddish says, Beferish, that coinciding with the Industrial Revolution, there was a lot of Chachma that came to the world to move things fast forward and to help our Amuna. Many, many different reasons that HaKadosh Baruch Hu introduces certain things at certain times to certain civilizations. So, much of it we had, they didn't know about it. They did Chiz uh, They had uh, Seamus, and they did all sorts of things, and um, certain people knew, certain people didn't. The Goyim didn't often, but it doesn't mean they had necessarily everything, and it wasn't necessary, and it was counterproductive. So, my mention of it last night was the fact that Sarkhanas Aver now we know there are germs and we would do something about it unless we can get it under control. But often if a doctor is there, the same doctor who learned the technology today could tell you, no, do this and it's under control. You don't have to drive to the hospital. Then the problem was they, even if they knew about the possibilities, they couldn't do anything about it. They didn't have the IV drip and they didn't have a lot of the things we would treat, antibiotics and things like that. It's relatively recent. So it's possible Chazal had it and was just lost later because we have Gemaras like that, but Lav Dafka is a mucha to say they did, and therefore it was Sarkhanus Aver. You'll say, well, why didn't they do something about it to save his life? The answer is they couldn't do something to save the Aver because that's Shabbos, and they couldn't do something to prevent the infection necessarily to have to start the IV drip because the technology wasn't there. And part of that is certainly true. There are women who died in childbirth a lot more frequently. Well, why did they stop it? The answer is they didn't have the technology. Could they have figured it out? Could they have asked Hashem for it? Yes, but we always like to think that whatever we have has made society better, and we're not looking to go back to a time we don't have antibiotics and we don't have uh, 
vaccines, things like that, but it doesn't mean we're doing better because of it. It just might be something we need for our generation. So that's, uh, did that, was that the gist of what I told you on the phone or my message? Yeah. The, um, what I was saying last night, though, that like, um, in a situation where you're unsure, you, we, we allow a person to apply the Band-Aid, even though it's fresh. Yeah, so the, yeah, we're makele. Whenever it's a suffix, we're makele. If it could lead to... It is. No, the band aid certainly would apply pressure, then do all that. But they couldn't do the simple things we have. Uh, recently, I was dealing with somebody whose uh, appendix, Rahman uh, Islam, burst before they knew about it. And that could have, had they not found out, that could have been very, very dangerous. And they needed an IV drip in the hospital for six days with antibiotics. And 200 years ago, 100 years, that would have been highly problematic. And there are a million examples like that. So the fact that Chazal weren't given that Messina is the same reason they weren't given a lot of technology we have. In the overall picture, it was a higher madrega. Suddenly, you read the Zadaris, I'm not talking about the actual lifespan, longevity, although there are plenty of people who had the longevity. We're, making, we're starting for the assumption that whatever we have has got to be better, therefore, why wouldn't they get that? That assumption clearly is not true. And the Chavaz Chaim in his comment about Nebuchadnezzar, Lo Madrega, and we've got to see Ayin Ra in Shamas, is our Lo Madrega. So there's a lot, to be, a lot to be said for that. Okay, more to say on that topic, but I want to mention a couple of things on the Rafu issue. And um, trying to remember a few of the shaylists from last night. Yeah, somebody asked about uh, cutting up pills. So the whole thing is a gazera of shechika samanam. You can't do tchina. You take herbs, you pound it. You're doing tchina, you make it into a pill. Today the pills are from the powder already and they have the uh, chemicals they put in to keep it together. The release agents we learned about of all the chazarai we put in, we learned about over the last couple of months. There's a call, so if you chop it up afterwards, you're not being over in Teichen because it was Teichen. They just put it together and they're holding it. There's no Tchina after Tchina. If you take a pill and you cut it, though, why isn't that Machatech Bemida, which is an Isser on Shabbos? You can't cut things to a Mida. And sometimes the pills have like a little line in there. You can cut it in half. So the worst thing somebody could do, people think that, yeah, paper towels. You can't cut paper towels on Shabbos. But if you cut it in a line, it's, there's already a line there. That's worse. If, if, if you're ever stuck in the bathroom and you're screaming for help and nobody comes and rescues you, uh, and then you cut it with a shini, it's in your lap, and they don't cut it on the line. It's, it's, it's worse because that's machatamida, that's where it's supposed to be cut. The answer is two answers given. Number one, once you're swallowing it, it has a din, a shtickle of food, and there's no chituch bayechlan. You can cut food and cut cake and cut it exactly for the piece you want, and that's fine. That's one answer. The second answer is you don't want to be machatig to a specific size. You just don't want to take more cc's or more, uh, more than you need, 300 milligrams. So you're just cutting it down. That's not a din in size. That's a din in what you're trying to swallow. So that's not a din machat bemida. That's what they bring down from Islam Azamim. So that is mutter. You can even you can do it online. You can do it off the line. It sounds like a bit cooler, but it's, the assumption is it seems to be mutter. Uh, the two other items, when you put the Band-Aid on, this is very important, actually. When you put diapers on, there's a whole shayla. Can you unstick the thicky parts and then put it on? And then if you put it on, is that considered medapic, usually even temporarily? Is it a bonus? Why are you putting diapers on? So there's a tzarech, and it's less than 24 hours. Sometimes you take the diaper off, and after you finish the diaper, you fold it over and stick the things on, throw it in the garbage. Don't do that. 
because you stick that in and throw it in the garbage, it will be in Staten Island, Leal and Vada. I don't want to make fun of Staten Island because they're probably not doing that anymore. Uh, you're from Staten Island, aren't you? Uh, they don't do that anymore, do they? They, they ran out of uh, landfill. But it, it could be taken away and, um, and staying that way for a long time, and that's more than 24 hours. So don't stick it on. Put it in a bag and figure out another way to do it. Same thing with a Band-Aid. You put in a Band-Aid, often people put it on. If they don't know this din, they put in the Band-Aid, they wrap it around, then you stick it onto itself. And then when they take it off, they take it off like this. Shouldn't do that either, because these parts that you're sticking on never come apart. So now you have a medabic something will never come apart. So these are small things that a lot of people miss. Uh, keep that in mind. And somebody asked last night about the sleeping pills, actually during this year. So we mentioned uh, one hetter is Nafalamishkov if he can't function tomorrow, so you can preempt it before he's Nafalamishkov. Uh, the other hetam that I discussed is the fact that, like this Ramesh is shot in the Magad of Ram, he's not a chayla. He's going to be tired. He's not a chayla. So if he's not a chayla, maybe there's no gzeira, like Ramesh is shot in the Magad of Ram. He's not a chayla, and this pill is not a refua. It's just helping him go to sleep, which is something you're supposed to be doing naturally. So there are sudden lahokal and the sleeping pills. If you need it, if it's a slight advantage, why get into the shayla, but the peskim are generally makal in that. Okay, there are two, a few minutes we have left. There are two shaylas left from the refuah, and it's a beautiful segue because this next one is not refuah. It'll actually get us back into one of our longest-running subjects, and that is Chukasem Leselechu. There's not a month that goes by that I don't collect a few of them. I've still been collecting them, but it's been uh, two years, two and a half years since we finished the sugya. Uh, there's one part of the sugya we didn't cover, which I said I would get back to it. I made a mental note to get back to it, if you saw the sign downstairs. Uh, it's not a straight Chukasem sugya, but it intersects with Chukasem in a lot of points, and that is the tattooing Isser, which is an Isser der which Amit Hashem we are going to start next week. Uh, the two we have before then, Chukasem, if you recall, were things that might be somewhere in the background and often are totally in Avarazara, some Avarazara practice, or Kishuf, or Heidelis, or Shtus, or Pritzis, depending on which sheet you hold like. So somebody asked me the other day as we were discussing the creams, and this one is fascinating. It happens to be made of everything from the sugi the week before. This is a cream made of olive oil, beeswax, honey, bee pollen, royal jelly, and bee propolis. I couldn't write the list better myself. So we're not eating it, so it's not a problem, even though we discussed all these based on the kosherists. But of course, the advertising, which as we saw last night from that product, is not always 100% accurate. This is Egyptian magic all-purpose skin cream. (coughs) And it says that it's the ancient Egyptian secret magical cream. And the person wanted to know, is there any issue of Kishuf or um, Chukoseyam? Certainly no Kishuf, because anybody knows Kishuf doesn't talk about it. They're certainly not selling it in creams. There's a better way to make money. Um, When you look at the second page and you look at the actual ingredients, 
uh, there's nothing magical about this. It has all the things in here which we learned about are very good for smearing things onto your skin, and it's probably very good for your skin. It has nothing to do with the Mitzrayim, despite the Parsha, and it has nothing to do with Kishuf, nothing to do with the Chatumim, and nothing magical about it. So the fact that they're advertising it doesn't mean anything, as we saw last night. Sadiq is still um, stuck in, there's not enough matter in the universe to have 10 to the 400 power. Uh, you're probably having nightmares all night about that. And uh, rightfully so. It's ridiculous, but <laughs> advertise and Eilam Geilam and Sashtekho Ganeva's Das. But I think that anybody who reads these ingredients will understand that. So I don't even know if it's Ganeva's Das. But there's no issue. The fact that they're claiming it's based on some magical thing if there's no remez of it in Egyptian culture from way back. And, and there isn't. That's Pushit. The next one. Next two are two chukasem shailas, which we will mention briefly, and then we will uh, start the kseves uh, kaka next week. It's an to give traditional anniversary presents. I didn't know the word traditional is a whole list. Yes. Even, even if it was a traditional Egyptian recipe. If it wasn't based on kishu, it would still be okay. Right. Yeah, it, could be, it could be Indian also, yeah. Right. right, 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 right. Not everything, just that when you hear Egyptian, ancient Egyptians, or Indian, or Tibet, your antenna should go up just to make sure there's nothing. That's the problem with the homeopathic, the alternative. It's not all trafe. You can have something that works because it works. That I'm sorry, these herbs work. So we have no problem with that. It could happen. But some of it is based on Kishav, and we, throughout this Sugya and this Sugya of Chukazam, we came across of some examples Pashat Mutter, some examples Pashat Asr, and many in between, which are not Pashat at all, and we're dealing with uh, possible derises, uh, both on the Kishav side and the Chukazam uh, side. So again, is there an issue Chukazam to give traditional anniversary presents? Uh, so I, he sent a whole guide. You know, they have a guide for every year, for the first 70 years. I guess after that, you don't have to give gifts so much. Um, it's a pella, what they have. Anyway, paper for year one, wood for year five, and then kena, uh, kena. So, remember, the grow holds that if we wouldn't have made it up ourselves, and it's basically a shtus, and mechatesi, it's also. The Ramah sounds like he's a little more mekel, and he says either it's tali achshashavodazar, which most of these things maybe you could tie in or not. It's a diamond, a ruby, an emerald, a gold, silver, you know, something nice, and she'll appreciate it. Okay. Why Dafkin this year? That's a shtur. So the Gra wouldn't be happy with this, and why start up with the Gra? Whether we do pasal like and be'achoshish for it, uh, why start up with the gun if you don't have to? You can get her a nice gift. It doesn't have to follow their chart. And the chart, as you can imagine, was embellished. It, most of it was from the Victorian era, and then they kept adding on. But the problem is, again, just a limited research, but I was not surprised. Uh, if you were here for the Sherem, if you weren't, there are only about 100 of them. Uh, you can start catching up. But usually when there's a smoke, there's fire. And if it looks ridiculous and there's no rhyme or reason, usually it's a problem. Certainly according to the Gain, and even according to the Ramah, unless you could prove it's not rooted in Avodah or Kishuf. So there was a standard dictionary of folklore, mythology, and legend. So if, already, if it's in the here, it's already going to be a problem. Uh, and they bring down that certain luck-bringing substances were paired with distinct number of years to provide gift suggestions, which I was very not surprised about. It doesn't mean they're all chazatreif, but it certainly means that why should you follow their list that they made up uh, just because somebody's trying to make money? I, I want to give them panasa. 
But to Dafka follow it, I certainly wouldn't do it. You're at least starting up at the Gain, and possibly even the Ramah, there's no rhyme or reason why year number 5, year number 10, year 15 should be this, that, and the other thing. And there are many traces of things that are paired up for luck and Kishuf and Mazel and all these things, which, again, is not surprising. Uh, you can always go with anything that's jewelry and gold and silver and diamonds. It won't be returned. But you don't have to do it, Dafka, when they say to pair it up with this thing. It's basically like building a building and without any pressure from the outside, skipping the 13th floor. If you're the architect and you're the elevator company and nobody insists you do it and you skip the 13th floor, you're in big trouble. That's straight superstition and that's straight chukasem. Why would somebody want to do a crazy thing like that? So even though in certain cultures they still make elevators skipping the 13th floor? Or they grew up, finally. What? They still do that? They still do it. They still do it. No. I, I'm not in too many high-rise... Okay, but they skip it. They skip different... I remember numbers. I was a little kid. I must have been six, seven years old. And I was in the elevator. My grandmother lived in Silver Spring. It lived in a high-rise apartment building. And she was like on the 16th floor. I don't know. I look at the numbers. I was all confused. And the thing, it was like a 13. Somebody scratched it out. That was my first introduction to Chukasem at a young age. I thought it was ridiculous then, and I think it's even more ridiculous now. But the older streets in Muncie, not the ones that you know where the Fermiers are yeah. on it, the, the there's uh, the, the number thirteen will not be there. I guess in any city that like first street, second street, third, they won't have thirteenth street. Nobody lives on thirteenth. We have thirteenth Avenue Bar Park. That's because it's from. Okay, now I know. Thirteenth Avenue is the center Bar Park. Just to Dafka show them what. Now, old willow. I don't think that address exists. Okay, okay. So when you build an elevator, don't do that. Okay. The last item, uh, I'll just, I'll just bring this up now. Remind me we're up to it on, on Monday. Uh, somebody just sent this in right before the shear. My five-year-old asked me why they use batons in relay races. Why did they just tap the guy in the next part of the race? Never thought about it, but whenever it comes to racing and Olympics and batons and passing things, uh, as we know from the Olympic torch, we're usually uh, in pretty murky waters. <laughs> and this one's not going to be that much different. That doesn't mean it triggers an iser, but we'll explain it next week, and then Mitzvah Shem will start the Ksavis Kaka. Okay.